Inc. We are live pretty much everybody here good enough for me to start 15 seconds in i never know when to start the intro because you hit the go live button but it doesn't go live right then and there like you have to wait until restream catches its thing and then i'm waiting for people to get it anyway welcome everybody to the indie pod podcast because you can't have enough pod in the podcast name I'm your host, Super Joe Pardo, and today I have a great guest. But before I get to that great guest, I have a few announcements I need to make. First off, there is a huge announcement, like huge, 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 huge announcement to make. Uh, and I'm going to make it after I inter- introduce our, our guest today. Uh, we I got I, something crazy. So, um, if you're if you're if you're watching live on Facebook right now, uh, pop in the chat where you're listening from. I see some comments here already. Oh, Esprit Devora, there's a person I haven't seen in a while. How the heck are you, girl? I hope that you're not burning up in in LA. <laughs> uh, I, that place just seems like it's like totally on fire and a free for all. It's uh it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. Um, I hope everybody continues to stay safe and and is evacuated as needed, uh, need be. Uh, before we go any further, you should be joining us September twenty fourth to the twenty sixth, and I have an announcement about that. But you can go and register at indiepodcon dot com slash register. Use IPP. Yeah, you know me as the. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah as the uh discount code get 10 percent off your ticket uh of course there's a knocking at my door because uh my daughter is <laughs> knows that i'm awake um yeah but my door is locked so she can't get in so it'll be interesting big announcement right now though philly podcaster meetup november 17th i've been been talking about this for weeks now november 17th noon to three rsvp your spot because there is a limited number of spaces uh there will be light refreshments served at the uh at the event and matthew passy is uh signed up to speak at the meetup uh this weekend i'll be at dc podfest will you be at dc podfest this weekend i will not i would love to be but we got oh. stuff going on this weekend so i wasn't able to schedule it out oh that, that's thanks okay so so esprit says los angeles not burning okay so i i guess my, i don't know exactly where i just assumed that it's all kind of in the same area i'm not really sure but if you want to come to dc podfest go to dcpodfest.com it's Saturday, apparently. I, I, <laughs> you read it. It's this Saturday. Uh, say fifty dollars with code Super Joe. Would love to see it. Throw in the chat if you're going to be at DC Podfest. Like, I'm looking forward to meeting up with you all there. And uh, real quick, if you want to join us in the Facebook group, super active, super lot going on. Uh, go to indiepodcon.com/group. We'll be answering questions from that group early earlier today later today uh later tonight i should say here on the indie pod podcast at this time i have to introduce the uh host of poppin bottles dadcast when that was still a thing and now currently the blank show six-year podcaster bk mullen give it up for bk Woo. What's up, guys? how's it going 
Oh, it's going, it's going great. It's going great. I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. Actually, in fact, after this, I have an interview myself. I'll be with Chris Ripka. If you don't know Chris Ripka, oh, no. yeah, 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 great guy. I've gone back and forth in the comments a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, he's very, he's been active over the years. Um, looking forward to to getting to catch up with that guy. So, like, right after this, I'm jumping right from here to there, Sweet. and uh, yeah. So, so BK, tell us a little bit about your pod, your podcasting journey. How'd you get into podcasting? You know, popping dads, popping bottle dads. Yeah. So, uh, so actually, uh, about six and a half years ago, uh, my lovely wife and I were living in a small apartment, and I was just like any other podcast listener. I was doing Kevin Smith, uh, like all six shows that he had going on. You know. Uh, I had Kevin Smith, uh, Joe Rogan, uh, Adam Carolla. You know, I, I listened to all the popular ones, like the super big ones, right? And uh, one day, I'm just like, you know what? I I I have a laptop and I have a microphone, so I'm just gonna do it. So I I started my first show, uh, called Michigas and Rum, which was very weird. And the idea was, it's just cr- whatever craziness came off the top of my head. And I was drinking rum at the same time, right? So uh, a few months later, we moved into a new house and turned out the next door neighbor also had just had a baby. And uh, that guy turned out to be Nick Brown, uh, who, you know, we got together and we immediately connected. And I was like, hey, you do a dad blog and I do a podcast what if we did a dad podcast, right? Yeah, I love, and, that, love uh, the ideas there. And we, and you know, immediately uh, we were like, oh my god, we should call it something cool, like the Poppin' Bottles Dad Cast, but like baby bottles, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, when we got went through so many awesome experiences and had some really awesome episodes, both fun, you know, uh, getting to interview people uh from all over and uh you know meeting a great just great supportive group of podcasters like yourself and uh yeah so a little bit ago uh, a few months ago we decided to actually pack in the pop and bottles dad cast because our kids are a little bit older now and uh it's kind of weird to talk about their personal stuff you know uh so we decided to switch gears because we just love talking about everything we could go on a topic forever and so we started the blank show and uh the blank show is called the blank show because we don't know what the episodes are going to be beforehand (laughs) uh so whatever the title of the episode is uh is whatever you're going to get well that is awesome so when when is the the blank show launch the blank show already launched a few weeks oh, ago. You can get oh, okay. it on uh, Apple iTunes and we're on Stitcher and we're on Spotify as well. Yeah. The blank show. And actually uh, right after we're done this, I'm recording episode five. I think we're on episode five. Yeah. That is awesome. Congratulations on a new show and a new journey. It's That's always, uh, it's always fun. More people that you get to meet and uh, be, you know, in- involved with. I, I absolutely love that. Yeah, absolutely. And congratulations on all the stuff going on with the uh, Indie Pod podcast and all that jazz, man. Thank you. Thank you. It's been yeah, I, it's been fun. I've I've really I've really have enjoyed doing these episodes. Um so much so that my own show uh, uh Business with Super Joe Pardo has kind of suffered, but um but it's uh, okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's all, it's not the end of the world. Um Yeah. 
And, yeah, and like I, I oh, have God. two other podcasts, which I don't do right now because we're so busy with the blank show. Yeah, just doing stuff for that. So that, yeah. one of these days they'll be back. Yeah, things, things, you know, things take over and all that. Um, so before we go any further in in talking about podcasting, getting to the answer of the questions that we uh, were asked in the in the Facebook group, uh, you know, if you don't know indiepodcon.com slash group, you should go check that out and come join us. Come hang out in the Facebook group. Uh, we have, uh, I, I was just checking like in the last uh, 28 days, we've grown 351%. That's amazing. It, it, it is. And most Same. of that was, I, I, you know, think a lot of that came just straight out of changing the name. Cause like literally as soon as I changed the name from mid Atlantic podcast conference to yeah. indie or independent podcast uh, podcasters group, uh it like all of a sudden just like the 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 request to join just boom 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 Started boom boom like yeah. yep it was it was popping bottles of it here Dude, uh, uh, you know when you have when you have the right name when you have the right logo and everything like it makes a difference man it does it does <laughs> people like the 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 little neurons like start yeah, firing off like, oh, I, I get it I get it now. I get it. Speaking of getting it, if you didn't watch last night, we premiered the MapCon 5 vlog. This is the right. uh, fourth year we've done a vlog or third year, I think. Um, it might be the third year that we've done a, done a vlog. I think it was the third year we've done a vlog. It might be that, Mimi. Uh, right. <laughs> did a vlog to uh, commemorate the, the the experience and all that. And I'm I'm just so happy with the way it came out. I mean, I think that there's a lot more that I could have done, should have done, should have got more B-roll. You know, if I'm right. honest with myself, I, I really could have used a lot more B-roll to get get through all that. But, uh, but it was, I, you know, if you haven't had a chance to watch it, go check it out. IndiePodCon.com slash vlog. It's up on YouTube. And it is getting rave feedback from awesome people. That's awesome. Yeah, I much, much, much appreciate it. A lot of time went into it. it. Took a little bit longer than I, you know, kind of wanted to. But, um, but yeah. So the big announcement, right? VK, you ready for the big announcement? I'm ready because you told me about this. You didn't tell me what it was, but you told me there was a big announcement before we started recording. And now all this weight I feel on my shoulders <laughs> and the excitement because also I didn't get to watch the most recent vlog yet. So I'm I'm behind, dude. I'm behind, and now you're dropping this on me, and I'm excited. So do it, man. You got to do so, it. So, well, thank you, and and I, I look forward to getting your your feedback on the vlog, and hopefully, it can make it even even tighter next year. Um, so there, the big announcement. Uh, it it, it took a lot of time and effort, and and I want to give a big um, you know, first I want first of all, I want to give a big. Uh, shout out to uh, to Ocean Resort Casino. Uh, I love them, Casey. You know, shout out to you uh, for making it happen. The the, the team over there uh, for for helping bring you know us down to Atlantic City last year. Um, but this year, after much deliberation with my team, um, you know, the, the, just a lot of back and forth. And the feedback that went that came from all the people that 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 came to the event, right. um, we we decided to to go in a different direction, and we're moving the conference same weekend, same twenty okay. fourth to the twenty sixth, but we're moving the conference back to the Holiday Inn in Swedesboro um, for a number of reasons, and. Okay. Uh, yeah, so it we you know the fee the fee between the feedback and the conversation that I had with my committee was like let's let's get the price let's get the price down 
right? Yeah. It was because being in Atlantic City, it's it's every, you know food's more expensive. Everyone traveled another extra hour. I mean, including myself, right. who lives eight miles from from uh, the you know the Holiday Inn that we we have had the conference at uh, three three four years or three years prior to moving into Atlantic City for a year right. uh, to celebrate the fifth you know anniversary of this of the conference and. Um, so cheaper prices, um, more intimate feeling, you know, one of the great things that everybody loves about, about coming to MapCon, about coming to Icon, we call it Icon 6, is the fact that when you walk into the atrium, the, like the conference is right there, like the ballroom's right there across the way, the bar is right off to the left, there's tables and chairs and, uh, couches and everything right there. All and everybody's just there, like everybody's in one giant space, and That's it awesome. just creates the right atmosphere uh, for what what the you know for what the people that come to the conference are looking for. Yeah, um, yeah. So I so you know it was a bit of, it was a very difficult decision. It took a lot of a lot of back and forth, a lot of time uh, on every, you know, everybody's part to, to like figure out, should we do it? Could I do it? Does it look, does it look bad? Right. Like we went from this giant sprawling, like behemoth of a building, uh, right up against the ocean back to the holiday Inn. But you know, I think it also speaks volumes to, uh, the name change to, to indie podcon. Right. And the fact that like, we want to create, and it, it's always been that way, you know, creating um, the biggest bang for the buck conference uh, meeting that we we can create. And uh, this this hotel really allows us to do that. And it even allows us to hold up to over 400 plus people at the event. So, right. you know, it's not like it's limited to like, oh, well, we got to cap it at like 100 people or, or whatever it is like we could go up to over 400 people at the, uh, you know, with, with that hotel and everybody yeah. can still be like, pfft, like right there together. Yeah. And, and the great thing about it too, is like, you know, c- compiling every aspect of it, it makes it so much more accessible, you know, from a financial standpoint, from a travel standpoint, and then feeling comfortable in the space. Even if you're a new person coming there for the first yeah. time, you know, uh, I have stayed at that hotel. I have not oh. been there in many, many years. So it may look different from the last time it I was there. probably does not. Because <laughs> I spent some time in New Jersey. And let's just say it was an interesting period in my life. And, uh, but no, so, uh, yeah, no, you, you want it to be comfortable. Uh, you want it to be in, intimate. Uh, and it's funny because that's sort of how, uh, at least for me personally, I like to structure the podcasts, right? That's how I love to structure the episode. I want it to be the most comfortable experience, but also one that you feel like you can tap into and like get something out of and that sort of thing. So that's awesome, man. I think that's great. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Regor. It is going to be in Swedesboro, New Jersey at the holiday Inn. uh, it's, it's called the Philadelphia or was a Philadelphia South Swedesboro holiday Inn. Uh, right. It's, philadelphia yeah Um, but but it is right it's and the and the best part about it is like it's 20 minutes from the airport so it's not as long of you know people that flew like we had quite a few people flying to philly and they had to either take an uber and that's i mean to atlantic city was probably like 60 70 bucks at least yeah. Yeah. yeah and then or you could take a bus 
and that's yeah. a lot cheaper but then you add more time to the route to get down there or they took the train but that even because you had to go up the 30th street station from a train yep. or an uber and then yep. come down and it just takes even more time to get to the event and it's not like we're a week-long event where it's like ah you know you're gonna be there for a week anyway what's an extra hour on each end right no big yeah. deal like it's a two-day event right. um so yes, Ragor, I agree. It will be awesome. It's been awesome in the past. They've been really good to us in the past, um, and it it just makes it much more economical for both uh, on my part, on on the attendees' part, uh, and it enables me to have more money to do things with it, like to do with things with the conference. Especially now with the rebrand, I can't use all yeah. the old banners and signage. Yeah, and stuff like you need that. new I banners, get... new signs, new everything. You need yep, yep, <laughs> new yep, collectible yep. pens, new beer kazis. You know that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Rager, yes, you we do live like two miles from each other, um, and we still haven't gotten a beer together. What the <laughs> heck? Uh, and there's a bar right around the corner. Yes, there's actually two, actually three bars within football throwing distance of me. Uh, we, we, um, we need to fix that, uh, regular let's, uh, let's chat after this. We'll, we'll get it. We'll get it straightened out and get a, get a date picked, um, and, and get it, get it hooked up here. Cause definitely gotta, gotta meet up with you now, regular, if you didn't re- hear earlier, cause you might not have been here earlier. We are doing the first Philly podcaster meetup, November 17th, noon to three. Uh, it's in like center city. You can get, it's a very like limited, I think it's like 70 spots total. I don't know if we'll hit all 70 Matthew Passy speaking. Uh, and you can go to indiepodcon.com slash meetup to register you and, or any friends that you plan on taking with you. You take up the five guests with you. I, I, I actually think we might get pretty close to that that 70 because I've reached out to several people to pick this specific date at this specific time. Yeah. So um you definitely go get your your stuff 10-4. Yep, man. Let's make <laughs> let's make all that happen. Uh there was something else I wanted to mention. Oh, this shirt. This shirt is a potted shirt. So oh, shout yeah. out to to Brent uh Basham and his team down in uh Atlanta. Cool. Uh, running pot it go pot it.net it, this is not sponsored by the way uh <laughs> but it just i you know I, I feel like i should be wearing some of these shirts that i get that i get and i feel like i have a perfect platform for it now because before not so much um that yeah. sounds great does ross know about the philly podcaster no ross probably doesn't know i literally just posted and tweeted about it like um 33 minutes ago right before we came on here so uh make sure he does know because i would love to have ross in the house uh all, all the way from north jersey uh so yeah we gotta spread the word so if you know somebody like let them know uh this is not the just so everyone knows like this where we're going is a paid place like this is like a paid meetup that i'm paying out of the indie podcon fund aka me to <laughs> to to be able to host so uh please if you can make it make it if you can bring two people or a person come have a great time we'll have light refreshments it'll be you know <laughs> you won't you won't be you'll probably leave hungry <laughs> yeah I, I love the face you make when you say light refreshments <laughs> yeah well you know water um maybe like we're, a pretzel we're gonna fight over a bag of chips <laughs> <laughs> it'll be the, the the little the little 150 cal bag. <laughs> let's see okay cool he he tagged uh uh, ross in the thing thank you very much regular much appreciated um let's get back to to 
maybe you should we should take we should answer the questions. Why don't we why don't we take the questions, right? So the first question was how do you and maybe I should drop it in a banner. Let me drop it in a banner here since Ooh. drop it Getting like all over here. Yeah. So the first question comes from Josh Anderson, who said, how do you get over the initial fear of creating a potentially bad podcast? Bad, like bad, bad. Right. Why don't you start, BK? So the the fear of creating a bad podcast, uh, like from an episode perspective or from a show perspective, because it can be either. So like every time you know, I, I start to plan out an episode. Uh, I sort of run through my head what I want the theme to be. But other than that, as long as you make sure, this is from my perspective anyway, as long as you make sure that you're talking about stuff that you're passionate about, you know, as long as it's stuff that you're not going to fumble over your words. Like you can, you know, maybe you need a fact sheet in front of you or something like that, or just like a little, uh, you know, uh, lines that you can check off or something like that. Maybe you need a little bit of reference, but otherwise, I mean, as long as the podcast is built for you to get your message across and the message is natural to you, I mean, it's not going to be that bad. I mean, I, I mean, you know, you always have the technical aspects and the, uh, uh, you know, the listenership aspects and stuff like that. Like if you do a predominantly sports uh, theme show and then one day you decide to do an episode on, I don't know, wedding dresses, you might get a dip, you know, <laughs> you might, you might get a dip. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean the, the fear of making a bad podcast is interesting. It, it's like, it's almost like you're talking yourself into the thing that you love. Like as, as, as if you don't already love the thing, you know, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. You know, yeah. If you're not, um, I think fear is, is definitely got to play a piece of it. Cause if you're not fearful of the content that you're creating, then you're not pushing boundaries. It's kind of like, you know, music albums, right? The Like everybody right. loves the first one, but then the sophomore slump is, you know, generally because it's like, well, they're writing it while they're on tour, while they're doing right. drugs, while they're getting lack of sleep, while they're not eating properly, while they're yeah. not exercising, while they're not in the frame of mind that they were in while they took four, five, six, eight, nine, ten years to write that first album. Right, right. It, they got to do it in like two years and they got to do it through a host of, of you know, craziness. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. it's it, you know, it, it's it's tough. So I, I would say that you need to really uh, – you know, planning would help, right? The, any amount of planning, like you were saying, like writing down the the, the basic pieces that you want to make sure you get involved in, uh, in the episode, that kind of thing, I think will really go a long way in making you feel comfortable. Uh, I think another way of feeling comfortable uh, is, you know, finding how to hit your reset. I always say like your reset switch before you go and try and do that to get yourself like pumped up or amped up or however you need to feel to be it. Cause you might be doing like the depression podcast where it's like, I need right. to be depressed to do the depression. Cause it's all about my depression and yeah. you know, it's not going to be, it's not going to work real well if you're always happy, but not yeah. that you shouldn't have happy episodes or you shouldn't be happy. I hope, you know, I want people to be happy, but obviously depression is, comes in many different waves and forms, but like, figuring out what you need to do to get in that right frame of mind to yeah. to be like hey like this 
this is me. And I also would say, don't be too critical because uh, of the fact that like, look, I've recorded plenty of episodes where I'm like sitting there and I'm like, ah, this doesn't feel like it's got enough punch. Like there isn't enough there. But then I would get people that actually wrote to me and said how awesome they love that episode. And it meant so much to them. And I'm like, didn't do anything for me. Sorry. I'm, you know, but I put it out yeah. anyway. Yeah, anyway. actually an interesting uh interesting thing I, I think it was will smith who said it when he was talking about like connecting with audiences and stuff like that where uh you know because somebody asked him about like making different choices right different choices with when you pick what movie to be in and that sort of thing and uh one of the things he said was you know i i am a person of the earth I am a human being that exists, and yes, I grew up in a certain way, and I am an individual, but in many ways, I'm not an individual. I'm part of a community. So there's like a 99.999 whatever percent chance that something that I believe and something that I feel is also shared by at least one other person, right? So that's also like, I, I don't know, it's it's like the the risk that is absolutely necessary when you do some sort of entertainment or something like that. When you do a podcast, you know, you're sort of betting on the fact that the thing that you're talking about will connect with at least somebody, you know, and uh, hopefully it connects with a whole bunch of people and then you can, you know, build a, an amazing community around that and stuff. Uh, so there's that. And then also, gosh, you know, I have met a lot of people who are, afraid of editing they like they think that if they don't get it in the first take that it's that it's you know nonsense right uh don't don't ever be afraid of editing like the only reason i don't edit is because i feel comfortable like i've podcasted for so long i've done so many episodes about so many different things that i feel comfortable with like my speaking voice i feel comfortable with how I interact with my co-host and stuff like that. Uh, so I do very light editing. Like I take out some gaps. Right. And uh, you know, yeah, just don't be afraid of that. Cause it's part of the process. Yeah. So two, well, two things you, you, you reminded me of one was I used to feel the same way about editing um, when I was DJing on the regular. Uh, okay. And, you know, I, and I, I remember having a talk with them. Um, I flew out to um, Springfield, Missouri to meet up with a, a, a somewhat famous DJ named DJ P uh, who did the mashup album, uh, uneasy listening and, okay. uh, it, you know, it, so I, I got to go out and spend like literally like 24 hours with him. And one of the things that I wanted to know from him uh, that ultimately led me down the path of recording my first uh, DJ album and then ultimately like leaving my family's company and like starting this whole big snowball was. I, am I allowed to use an audio editor to to like fine tune my mix? Like, right. can I edit my mix and and it still be like or like am i still like a real dj if i do that and the yeah, answer yeah. for him was like absolutely like that's one of the tools that you have at your disposal and th and this come from a guy who only uses um uh, turntables like there's no serato no digital anything like it's all records and he has a like an effects machine that he can do like live looping and stuff with that but aside from that it's all records right. so you know so you you know 
the only way you're going to get better at being on the mic, the only way you're going to get better at getting over the fear of doing something bad, of the you know the fear of if I you know am I pushing the boundaries? Am I doing enough to like doing that? Is like literally to just go do it. You have like you have yeah, to do it day yeah. in day out. Right when uh, did you have something to say? Yeah, just uh, real quick. Uh, yeah. So I was listening to a podcast naturally. Uh, it was Joe uh, Joe Rogan interviewing Kevin Smith, and one of the things they talk about uh, similar uh, similarities, or at least one of them between stand up comedy and filmmaking, uh, is you just have to do it. Like if you try stand up comedy, you're going to bomb on stage at some point, but then you learn from it, hmm. and like uh, you know from Kevin Smith's perspective, you know, writing and and editing movies and making movies, it's, it's always trial and error. You're always going to screw something up. It's just going to happen, you know? Uh, But you learn from that every single time. Right. Well, yeah. And if you listen to, uh, was it Miles Davis? There is no mistakes. Exactly. You know, you're, you're just, it's, you know, if you're not making mistakes then and you're not learning from those mistakes, then that's a pro like, that's a bigger problem because that means you're not making motion. And if you're not growing, then you're dying. So let's not die. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, what up Larry Roberts? How are you doing tonight? Uh, Jody, Krangle says, I'm about to pivot after 30 episodes. It's always a risk. True. Definitely a process to refine what you're passionate about putting out into the world. Absolutely. Yeah. And and that's it. You know, from my personal story, and I actually see uh, Nick, my co-host from uh, Poppin' Bottles Dadcast and The Blank Show, uh, is now watching. What's up, buddy? I'll I'll talk to you in a few minutes. so that that pivot and that fear, right? So we were doing the Pop and Bottles Dadcast for you know six years, five and a half, whatever. Um, and episodes started to get spaced out more and more because of time and you know uh, thinking of stuff to talk about on the episodes that we were comfortable about talking, uh, comfortable with talking about, and uh, and we were talking about doing another show you know, just switching gears completely to something like still the two of us, but something else completely. And it felt uncomfortable because, all right, we're in the, we're in the dad podcasters sphere and we know how to work that. Like we have connections in that realm. We have fans from that, uh, that particular, you know, section of, uh, of social media and stuff like that. We have a, you know, a listenership, that came to us because that is what our show is about. It's about being parents. And now we're about to go to a show where we don't talk about it at all. <laughs> like it, it gets mentioned sometimes. Uh, so yeah, that the, the pivot is, is totally a risk. Uh, but you know, even if you pivot and then end up pivoting back, it's still, you're still creating, you're still moving forward you know, you're still doing your thing. Yeah, Jody. So I, uh, I pivoted after like two and a half years of doing the dreamers podcast. I had just won a business podcast of the year award. And I was like, Hey, you know, maybe I should take this even more seriously, take it up the next step, you know, take it up to the next level. And, and I changed the name to business with super Joe Pardo and it's the same show. I mean, same questions, same, you know, everything to be a little bit different. Um, 
you know, perception, like dialed in perception with the show, but same, same me. Uh, and honestly, after two years, I'm ready, I'm ready to go back to the dreamers podcast. And the main reason is, is I feel like a weight will be lifted off my shoulders that I can go back to doing the, the work that, you know, was, is so invaluable to getting me to where I am now. So, uh, so I think it's really like, you know, pivoting is super, super scary. Uh, a pivot. Here's a pivot for you. I went from one episode a week. The first week I launched back in 2014, you know, May, 2014 to the week later, I went to three episodes and then like four weeks later, I went or three, three or four weeks later, I went to five. So I was like, well, what the heck's two more episodes? Oh, my God. So I was doing five <laughs> episodes a week and they were all interview. Well, for the most part, they were all interview episodes. And I did that for about a little over three months. Right. Um, And then I was like, oh, no, but I can't go back. I can't like I can't I can't go back to three episodes a week. But I was like, but I want to write this book. Right. That's. I got this inside of me. I got to let it out, but I don't have time. I'm too busy editing. Now, with that said, you know, once we had our daughter uh, back in 2016, I gave up editing. I said, it's over. It doesn't matter. I don't, you know, and with, with, at that point, I still went on a year, like a year and a half later to win, you know, best pot business podcast of the year award with a show called the dreamers podcast. I had, you know, no business. Well, the, the, the tag was like, business um business lessons from those that live their dreams right okay cool but it, that's a long tag na- tag name uh, tag <laughs> it's really long subtitle. Yeah, yeah it, it is so you know so now we're we're, we're going to be coming back with the dreamers podcast is going to switch back over and and i'm going to kind of go back to what i know and and what has enabled me to have so much more fulfillment so much yeah. more money <laughs> because i have so many more connections and opportunities that came because of that versus like the, you know, business with super Joe Pardo and all of that. So it's scary, but at the same time, I'm like, you know what? There is no rules and it's your show. So do, do you? Yeah, absolutely. And like even thinking about it in aspects of other mediums too, like Dylan switched to electric guitar for a whole album. And not only did he switch to electric guitar, but he also took singing lessons and he released an album that was all on electric and he actually sang really, really well. He didn't do the classic Dylan, you know, whining thing. And at the time everybody hated it, but now we're gosh, like 30 years after that album, I think. And a lot of people are actually going back to it because you know what, this is actually really cool. And, uh, you know, uh, like uh, another medium, too, as far as acting is concerned, uh, you know, Jim Carrey, international funny man for all ages, basically, uh, decided to start doing a couple of drama movies back in like the late 90s and early 2000s. He did The Truman Show. He did Mm. uh, this amazing movie called The Majestic, where he plays a, a guy who washes up on a beach and he can't remember who he is. And he gets taken in by this small town and it's in the 1950s, you know, and uh, what an amazing performance. Like, you know, if you don't, if you don't stretch out and, and try to do things, even if it's slightly uncomfortable, then yeah, you're just the, the growth isn't necessarily going to happen for you. 
And it, you know, and it's going to be painful. I mean, you look at like um, a person like PewDiePie, right? His whole thing was screaming into a mic, at, playing scary games, and he, you know, in interviews, he's, he's talked about like I was really nervous that like people were going to stop watching my YouTube channel because I'm not playing scary games anymore. But he's like, I just I had played so many, I had had right. it, I wanted to do something different. And I lost people because of it, but ultimately I made the right decision because it grew and grew. And now I'm, you know, the biggest solo YouTuber on YouTube. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you, you have to be willing to, to take a step back to take two steps forward. Uh, so Jody talks about uh, her pivot and, but actually focusing more on the voiceover on what I actually do. And as it relates to my other passions, I just don't didn't want people to think that I wanted to be a coach. I already had people asking me about that, so I wanted to nip it in the bud. I don't blame you, um, you know. But talking about your passion is ultimately going to lead people towards wanting to work with you in one capacity or another, if they understand. If it's a very like, un, like I understand, like you're talking about voiceover and you you're getting all these leads, you're getting all these gigs. Like psh, I'm gonna want to work with you. Like yeah, it's it's gonna it's literally going to happen whether you want it to or not, Jody. Um, so unless you talk about something totally different, like I'm going to start the cat podcast because I love talking <laughs> about cats. Uh, I just happen to be a voiceover actor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, David said he's looking forward to that. Josh Anderson said, thanks for the tag, Joe. You're welcome, Josh. Uh, let's see. Is a one episode a month show a bad idea, David Steele? I, I don't know. I guess it depends. I don't think it is, but I think it depends on what kind of production value you're putting into it. Are you putting more time and effort into the marketing or the production value of it to make it worth the, the while of like waiting for that? Right. Um, what, what do you think, BK? Yeah, I mean, it, it depends on, okay, like how long is it? What is it about, of course? Uh, you know, that sort of thing. I think the... You know, for me, when I think about that, I think of the promotions and I think of the recording schedule, too, because, you know, let's say I come out with an episode, okay, one episode a month, let's say it comes out on the first of the month. Uh, If that's the case, then I want to have it recorded by like the second week of the month before, and that way I can take clips out of it and share them around, you know, basically make a preview for the episode uh, and then put it out. Right. And then immediately after that episode drops, record the next one, record next month's and then do the same process again. And you can get that moving like a well-oiled machine. And uh, you know, you'll get a lot of engagement that way too, especially, you know, sharing clips on uh, uh, you know, while YouTube has premiere now, you know, you can set up YouTube Premiere, that sort of thing. Yep, and, we did that. Uh, we did that last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, you know, with Instagram, if you do a video aspect of your uh, of your podcast, then cool. Then that that audio clip that you pulled out, pull the video clip and share that. Uh, you know, and throw all all the usual tags and that sort of thing. Yeah. So there's 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 definitely a lot of a lot of space to do that. Yeah, I I think that you know you just got to really up your your you know mo- marketing and promotion game to keep it in front of people's minds. That's right. that would be my key, uh, you know, my key thing there is like if you're if you're gonna do something and you're only gonna release one a month and and uh, regular says oh you can bank the shows and publish one a week, 
uh, once you get eight or ten. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're doing an NPR st- like style interview show and you're doing multiple interviews and like really building like a piece that like that that of value, you gotta you, yeah. I think you um, one a month is fine. It you know especially because yeah. you're if you're a one per- a one person army, uh, yeah. making all that happen. But I I really think that you know up your up your marketing game. You know, putting teasers out there, keep it in front of people's minds so they think like, oh, you know, I can't wait till that next episode comes out and just builds that anticipation. I always go back to like you know look at pretty much anything and it they market the heck out of everything right like you, you know the nfl right they're huge oh God, huge yeah. multi 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 100 billion dollar company or whatever they are even like apple right literally like a trillion dollar company amazon trillion dollar company or whatever and they are non-stop marketing in front of you to make sure that you're at the front of their their minds or you're you're there at you're the front of your mind. Sorry, it's getting right, late. Right. Been up been up since like three a.m. <laughs> uh, so you know it's you you have to you have to stay up on that as well, like marketing and and just constantly putting it in front of people in different ways, slicing it in different ways, getting you know using like headliner app. Shout out the headliner app. Yeah. Uh, just being able to like put put it out there, get the clips, make it make it happen. Um. And so Joey said, oh, I do want to do more voiceovers, Joe. No worries there, but I need to focus more on the voiceover rather than life coach stuff. I'm not a life coach. I just happen to be. Oh, oh, oh okay. Sorry. I, I, um, I must have missed that. So, yeah, that's that makes a lot of sense. And uh, getting life or not life coaching um, clients, but getting voiceover clients would probably be quite uh, helpful and lucrative. And you'd enjoy getting to talk about it. Yeah, definitely uh let's see uh josh uh joe did you guys already answer those questions in the first half hour here if not i can try the questions down for you uh you know we answered the first of the two questions and then got totally sidetracked by other questions that came up because of it your second question josh is here right here how do you create something wholly unique original something that the market isn't saturated with right do you want me to start with that you want me to yeah, start okay. yeah you start yeah how do you create something so i think the number one thing is injecting yourself your personality uh into everything right there's a butt for every seat and and your face is a seat and there's butts to be planted on said seats uh but no for real because people people like voices right they they like uh experiences that you bring to the table they like the mannerisms they like how you say things like how you say your email address matters right like um and then it, you know uh as steve swanson a former uh icon uh, mapcon family member uh was like he should be like me at the muppetcast.com however he he exactly said it but like people would stop him and be like you need to say say your email address like, yeah, yeah. they just love how he says it so your idiosyncrasies that in itself creates uh it to be original and i think you know your your experiences like what makes you you enables it to be original unless you're like who's the guy that that rips off mr beast uh there's oh. a guy like literally whatever mr beast puts out like within, yeah. I guess within a couple of days he's like literally putting out the same video <laughs> right, as, right. And, and that's actually a whole that's a whole like like i don't want to say industry but like there's a 
there's a number of like people out there that literally whatever like oh we're following casey neistat around like what yeah. not following him but like literally he puts out a video they're like reshooting the whole video but with them in it as if it was their original like thought and stuff. right that's not what i'm talking about what i'm talking about is like taking styles to, uh, you know what i also like to do um uh josh is i will go i i'm a big tech head right like i i love tech stuff i'm watching tech tubers like all the time if i'm not watching like personal development stuff i'm watching tech tubers trying to like see what's coming up and and see what's new see what people like don't like but what i'm really looking for and what i'm looking listening for like in the morning when i'm driving to work and i'm listening to wip i don't know you listen to wip right yeah of course you listen to it yeah we're in philly (laughs) so uh you know what i'm really listening for is is how they how they react how they take things how you know how they break things up, how they do interviews, how like I'm looking for all that kind of stuff. And then seeing how I could take that out of the sports world, out of the tech world and bringing it to the podcasting world, bringing it to the business world, bringing it, bringing it to a well, soon to be dreamers world that, you know, dreamers, entrepreneurship and the like. So, you know, taking like the, like the ingredients and like deconstructing it, taking it, deconstructing it taking the ingredients and placing it into your stuff with your own way of doing things uh is going to go a long way because like nothing's really original yeah. uh you know elvis wasn't the first to swing his hips <laughs> just, just <laughs> yeah, yeah spoil yeah. alert <laughs> uh michael jackson did not invent the moonwalk oh uh, really really yeah i know shocking uh, yeah, I think, you know, the, the biggest part of that, it, it's definitely all about you. Uh, and, you know, for a long time, I liked to sort of hide myself within the show as if it's not me talking, it's the blank show talking. You know what I mean? Uh, but at the same time, yeah, it, it, it's all about you. It's all about your mannerisms, how you record things. Uh, the, yeah, like you said, like the way that you, uh, that you call out your social media or your email or something like that. And also, you know, we, we gotta, we gotta talk about the elephant in, in almost every, almost every podcaster's recording studio. Uh, the elephant that's there is, uh, imposter syndrome, you know, feeling like you are just a dude or a lady in a basement or an office. And you're just another, you know, carbon. I know. Yeah. yeah. Look at you, my basement. Me, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, and just feeling like you're another carbon based life form who has nothing to add, but you do have stuff to add, you know, uh, and the whole deconstruction process and then inserting yourself into it, you know, that, and this is something that we talked about earlier with his first question, um, talking about things that you're passionate about, you know, making sure that, you're not just doing a topic for the sake of doing a topic that's popular at the time or something like that, which sure, if you want to touch on something like that, you can, uh, you know, you'll, you'll drive views, you'll drive listenership a little bit. Uh, but you know, it, it, it comes right down to, you know, from my perspective, I'm a young guy. I'm a a millennial. Apparently. (laughs) I don't know. Apparently I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But, but like for me, uh, you know, when I talk to somebody about Old Town Road, right, I think it's a great song. I do. I enjoy it a lot. I enjoy Lil Nas X. 
I downloaded his album. It's actually not that bad. Is it not good? Um, I mean, the song, the first song was good. Uh, Old Town but Road. I, well, and I'm also a hip hop kid too. But but oh, the other too. thing is, I mean, the uh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but no, well, like actually, when, when well, only these two albums. But yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. So the but the first thing I noticed, I immediately noticed the Nine Inch Nails. Uh, oh, what do you got? Do you know what that is? I can't read it. It's too shiny. There's nothing written on it. It's just a picture. Oh, no, I don't know what that is. What is that? This is, this is DJ Shadow's first album. Oh, introducing, And it's still sealed. My brother listened to that on repeat for, I swear, three oh years God, straight. I never even noticed. It has Super Mario Brothers in the, in the picture. <laughs> this is a record. I think it's a picture of a record nice. store in LA or something like that. Oh, nice nice anyway go ahead sorry Uh, that's all right uh but yeah so like when you talk about stuff uh it's it's you know if you're drawn to it then automatically it's something that you connect with so when you're doing the you know the pulling apart process and the inserting yourself into process you really got to touch on okay why was i drawn to this thing why am i talking about this thing uh not so much the will somebody be interested in listening that that comes after. That's that's a whole nother thing, and that's on their end of the microphone, if you know what I mean. You know that that's for the that's for the brain in between the two earbuds to figure out. You know, uh, all you can do is uh, you know just put yourself in there and put yourself out there and uh, see what happens. So so the person that I was referring to earlier is called Morgs. M O R G Z. He has okay. 10.7 million subscribers and it's literally challenges just, I mean, just like Mr. Beast, um, gotcha. but no, he didn't do the 20 million th- tree thing. Now the thing about the 20, 20 million tree thing. So he got the 20 million subscribers, I think, or something like that. And he, he challenged uh, all like, like a bunch of other YouTubers to do it, like to plant like, a, you know, 400 trees or something like that each. And uh, like I watched a couple of the videos and they were very, very interesting, like of the other, pe- you know, the other podcasters I actually watch, like doing the thing like Linus from Linus Tech Tips built a cannon to right. plant trees. Like, how cool yeah. is that? Right. Like or <laughs> or Matt Diavella like went and made a video about how he couldn't go and plant the trees. So he had just the power of saying no. And yeah. uh, but, you know, go donate kind of thing. So, yeah. So, it, it, you know, a- anyway, um the let's see the josh Andrews, that's a really good point uh basically it's all been done before but it's different when you put a bit of yourself into it absolutely uh yeah and i think the other thing is it comes down to confidence too right like if you yes. do something more confident than versus like kind of wavering kind of wishy-washy it just doesn't feel as authentic it doesn't feel like it's coming from you and it feels like you're right. just like i must read this thing like that's sitting in front of me yeah and real quick you know if it's something that you definitely want to talk about, like if it's something that you definitely think you need in your podcast, in your show, save it for the next episode, like, or two episodes from now. Like if you're having trouble with your confidence behind it, if you're just not quite putting it together, then shelve it man. work on it. Like it's, it's, you know, we, we already talked about stand up comedy a little bit with bombing on stage and that sort of thing. Uh, you know, they test stuff out. They work on jokes. It's not all off the top of your head or anything like that. It's, you know, if you need to flesh it out first before you do it, then, then absolutely do it. Just do it. 
Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I, I, um, speaking of flushing it out, like if you, like a lot of these, uh, YouTubers, podcasters, like none of, like almost none of this, it's all seems effortless. It's all very calculated. It's all very, takes a lot of effort and time put into, like, even just like watching Casey Neistat go from like space to space to space to space talking about like one conference, it's one stream of thought, right? Yeah. But he's, but he's talking here and then he's like out in the street and then he's at the park and then he's yeah. like all these places like, I am sure he wrote down at least what he, you know, and by write down, he like wrote it in his phone about yeah. what he wanted to. So he made sure to talk about those things. I'm sure he didn't talk about the same thing in five different places because that would just be really redundant and take forever to edit out and yeah. all that stuff. So, yeah. And like do, you can you know, break down individual points into, um, into their own narratives. Each individual point of whatever it is that you're talking about can have a beginning, middle and end. Mm -hmm. And that way your structure is, you know, solid. Absolutely. So regular says, I hate imposter syndrome. Consider what we do, how many people do what we do. Uh, So that means if we do what we do, we know something question mark. Why should we doubt ourselves? We can't compare ourselves to our peeps, but rather provide our knowledge to others who can benefit. And again, your experiences may vary and your experiences play a large part in getting that message across in the way that you connect with a set of people and not necessarily everybody. Uh, Jody, (coughs) excuse me. Jody Krangle says comparisons on social media are just death. We only see the highlight reels. How can you compare yourself to just the good stuff with none of the bad stuff? Uh, yeah, it's really yeah. easy to compare yourself and to to forget that, like, hey, they pro- like if they have two kids, they probably yeah. have just as many issues as you do. It's not all sunshines and roses coming out. Yeah, definitely, and like, and that's how. Uh, I'm just throwing stuff now. Uh, <laughs> that's how communities are built too. Like. And I'll backtrack just for a sec, you know, comparing where you are now in your journey to where somebody else is in theirs. uh, Immediately, I think of a picture that came out, I think a few years ago now, and it makes the rounds on Facebook and uh, and other social platforms. The car, the car, the car. Uh, No, no, not not that. No, Uh, Uh, Jeff Bezos in his first office for Amazon. Have you ever seen that? I'm Googling it. It's really pixelated, right? Well, it's 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 not great quality, right? But look it up because it's Jeff behind a desk. And I think he's got like an old Dell uh, desktop and papers all over the top of the desk. But the rest of it is, yeah, there it is. And look at the sign. Yeah, that picture. And look at the sign above him. It says Amazon.com. But it's uh, it's actually blue spray paint on a huge piece of paper. That is where Amazon started. Just a dude in some cheap rented office with a spray painted banner and a single desktop computer. Like, well, it's wow. what the internet's supposed to be, right? Like, it's just a bunch of nerds in their family's basement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Their parents' basement. And like, you know, and even I didn't even notice this before. Look at the table he's working on. Like, oh, it's it built. looks like, like he, it's, he built it. Or yeah, it's just made it out of wood scraps. Like, look at that thing. Yeah, yeah. 
Wow, the rat nest, the wires on the exactly. back. Exactly. Cable managed it all. That would never <laughs> pass on YouTube today. Absolutely not. No. Ima- imagine if he started a YouTube channel in that office. Like he would be lambasted forever. <laughs> if he started it today, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, oh, so man. so never compare where you are at in your journey with uh where somebody else is because, you know, you just can't. <laughs> it's it's no bueno, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and uh, Rager says, OMG, uh, Morgs might just be my new favorite creator. <laughs> I'm going to have to binge watch some of his content. Nice. I, I guess, but PewDiePie did call him out for straight copying. In fact, there's one video where the, so they're like, he straight copied him, I guess, for 10 minutes straight in a video. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, it's wow. not great. Not great. He also regular also says uh, my son uh, Distef makes hip hop and trap music. He has been doing it for six years. That's awesome. That That's something awesome. I've always wanted to do, but I never had the patience to do. That's why I DJ. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's so interesting because uh, I, I actually just started listening to. Uh, well, I've known about this guy forever, but I just started listening to this guy named Akira the Don, and oh, okay. a, a lot of the music that he puts out. Uh, that I, I found out, like my 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 brother was into him more, and then uh, shared it with me. Uh, a lot of the music he puts out, it's uh, it's audio tracks of people talking. Like let's say let's say Jeff Bezos gave a TED talk, right? So he takes the audio of just Jeff talking, and puts like trap music and hip hop music uh, behind it. So it's this really interesting like ethereal like a like a book on tape but it's really dope you know what i mean uh, yeah that's, got, that's uh what's it po- like po sounds like pogo a little bit yeah uh, yeah yeah and like stuff awesome. that um oh, God. well dj shadow's done it too like yep. he's done a couple where like uh i think it was uh i don't know it was some audio recording it wasn't walt whitman but it was somebody with an, an amazing it was like george orwell reading mm-hmm. walt whitman quotes and like he just dropped them into this, you know, he had this beat, he had this song, he had nothing else to do with it. It was just sitting there, and he's like, you know what? I'm just gonna throw mash this together. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm also a big fan of Girl Talk, uh, which stinks that he's uh, like, yeah. no longer doing anything. Yeah, but uh, but I actually saw him live. That was that was really cool. That was. That I mean, intense. it was even cooler because I didn't. So like, we were at the House of Blues in Atlantic City. And so I was with like my wife and well, she wasn't my wife yet, but, and and, like two other people. And we were, we were older. We were clearly older than like everybody in the pit, but we didn't have, I didn't realize you could buy tickets to sit up top. So we go over to like the the stairway to get up there. And I'm like, can we, can we go up there? I'm like, I I don't really want to, I'm too old to be down here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I was like, probably like 27 (laughs) at the time. Right. Yeah. And they were like, she's like, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. So she gave us like front row seats up, up, up in like the balcony to watch the show. From I'm like that, that was that was cool because I didn't awesome. want to be, I didn't want to be down there. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Akira the Don on YouTube. Yeah, I just pulled, uh, I just pulled that up uh, here. So very uh, sounds cool. I'm gonna have to give it a listen after. After I might, I might actually already be familiar with a couple of his works. I just didn't realize that was the name. Yeah, you but, might. Uh, uh, so he actually just uh, there's a new album he put out this year. He he puts out like a couple albums a year because he also does. Uh, he'll just put out 
the uh, the music, just the music with no you know spoken audio on it. Uh, are you familiar with Jordan Peterson at all? Um, a little bit, yeah. All right, so uh, so I just downloaded today. Actually, it's called a JBP Wave uh, Father. And uh, yeah, it's just like it's just like I said, you know, it's a whole bunch of Jordan Peterson speaking, uh, but put to stuff like trap beats and that sort of thing. And that's available on iTunes uh, and probably a couple other places at the top of uh, that's at the top of the search. uh, Jordan Peterson stuff. So uh, let's see. There was there was one other question. I know we're 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 like pressing up against the time here. Well, yeah, no, normally I wouldn't care. I, I just feel bad because I, I'm, well, I know Chris uh, Ripka is waiting for me, but right. um, well, what's up, Chris, if you're watching? Uh, let's see. So the, the last, the last question was tech advice for doing remote podcast for audiences, best tech setup to amplify while recording, doing more live shows. I mean, so, I mean, we're doing one right now. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, yard. Uh, which enables us to go out to restream, but they have their own stream, like multi-stream function too. I just haven't had a chance to look at it. Uh, so that's streamyard.com. Um, and they actually do recordings now. So, so uh, streamyard it, it also records. So you don't have to go and download the file later from YouTube it does a straight recording. And I mean, I, I love it, but there's other ways to do it. Squadcast is another way. Yeah. Uh, people do use zoom. Um, you know, I know people that just use straight up Facebook Live and just like, you know, pull in two people and they're in their Facebook groups talking. Um, but it's not recording, but you could download the video afterwards and rip the audio out. Um, and the best tech setup. I mean, I love the ATR twenty one hundred. I know I'm not using that right now, but I, I have one actually in my bag. So I was using it earlier today to record a on hold music for our shop. Um, yeah, or on hold music slash like thank you for holding blah 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 blah. did you know blah 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 like that kind of stuff uh so i you know atr audio technica atr 2100 microphone uh you just plug that boom usb right in your computer in fact this is a great but before i get to your 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 answer bk this is a great segue into something i've been working on the last like like last like four or five days i'm writing the ultimate podcast how to the ultimate how to start a podcast guide right and like i'm literally at like 4400 words already and i and i just got to the tech stuff like i haven't even started the like step-by-step stuff that i have from like a course that i that i recorded a long time ago and i'm putting it all in so that we can drive traffic to indiepodcon.com and get it to be ranking like we want to go number one right now number one is pat flynn Let's go mm. be Pat Flynn. Like, can yeah. we, can, can I, can we do that? Can I make that guide that will outrank? Cause well, cause here's the thing, right? So like, you know, I'm writing this guide so that people find out about IndiePodcon, want to get excited about IndiePodcon, want to join the Facebook group, want to become a, a family member and come out to the event and have a great time and learn. Uh, but like, I look at Pat Flynn's and it's like, basically like buy my course. Um, Oh, what's the face from, from the critic, right? Buy my book, buy my book, buy my book. Uh, that's, you know, but that's, that's like literally what, and it even tells you in the very beginning, like, like this is what you're going to learn. But if you actually want to learn buy this course, it's like, cool, 
but like here's like the actual guide to actually getting it done like if you don't yeah. know anything other than like how to turn a computer on and kind of use you know how programs work or how computers work this is how to get it done and that's what i wanted to do was provide all that value all that content and then branch off of that so we can drive more traffic so we can get more people in here and and help build and foster the community so i just just wanted to put it out that i've been waking up at like three four in the morning uh for like the last several days just so i could get my writing in and and like boom 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 boom, get it get it done anyway bk what's your answer what's what's your answer to uh doing how do you record your show uh with your with your partner uh so we use squadcast uh, we used to do, uh, you know what? I can't even remember the program that we used to use, <laughs> uh, oh, but yikes. we, we actually went, <laughs> we were actually doing really, uh, low fi, uh, for a long time where we would simply do a FaceTime on, um, we would do a FaceTime on the phone, right. And I would just have him on speaker and the microphone parked between me and the phone. Like, that's it, interesting. It can be that easy if you need it to be. Now that's not the best. <laughs> that it, well, that you is see not documentaries a... and TV shows all the time, right? Like right, they don't right. have a camera crew necessarily at both. And even when they do have a camera crew at both, whether they're faking it, like oh, I'm just gonna say blah blah blah, they're like repeat what I said into the phone, like because it's like weeks later or whatever. Right. They they use the phone to be like t- I'm talking in and learning, like learning, driving the story forward. Yeah, I mean. In all honesty, just do what you can because the main thing that's going to drive your podcast is the content. And like, if you can get it, you know, if you can record the voices, uh, just as best you can, as long as it's clear, as long as people can understand what the both of you are saying and there's no cutouts or anything like that, like, really, whatever you can do is what you can do. Like, you know, I see your mic looks amazing by the way your mic looks super sexy on camera what it's a audio technica right no it's a sure sm oh a sure oh okay just sitting there with a with an sm7b i see i see what that is yes. meanwhile i'm not even gonna ask you how Roller much mic. that was because you know 350 i this might be the well i had two of them but one of them broke this this might be the the refurbished one that was 275 okay hey refurb i always love getting oh god yeah, yeah, yeah. everything's got okay. uh so this microphone that i'm using is a uh a blue snowball uh, which is $80. <laughs> and it actually works. I have two others that I bought off of Facebook marketplace for like 10 bucks each, you know, and it's, it's not, it doesn't have to be, you know, the most expensive equipment. It doesn't have to be, you know, something you grabbed out of a trash can. It just needs to be what works for you. What gets you at least good enough audio quality uh to just get the show go just do the show just do it do it do it get it done uh in the best way that you possibly can at the moment and then everything else will figure itself out you know afterwards yeah so uh i think one of the the examples i always use and i know because you listen to wip as well yeah. you know 30 billion dollar company cbs owns owns the sports talk radio here in philly yeah. and they rely on people to pick up their cell phone and call in and it does not always sound great but it does the right. job and it gets enough to get the heartbeat of the city uh when it comes to our beloved sports teams 
Yeah, and so. and hey, my first two microphones. I don't I don't have the very first one. I can show you the second one. Uh, but the the very first microphone that I used, and there's a picture of my setup somewhere uh, on my Instagram uh, from six years ago. If you want to scroll back that far, I'll I'll see if I can find it. Okay. But do you remember the long, skinny, like pencil ones that came with uh, desktops back in the late nineties? Yep. Mm-hmm. It was yep. one of those. I had, I had, I probably have one actually in my attic. In, yeah, uh, yeah. So, some, somewhere, somewhere in this basement, I still have it. Uh, I started out with that, and then uh, one year for Christmas, uh, my parents got me this one. It's a blue Yeti, uh, which, by the way, I see. Uh, <laughs> I see like Kevin Smith and I see, you know, uh, Adam Carolla where they'll be on location podcasting somewhere and they've got one of these, like whatever you can do. Seriously. Yeah. I, so I had a blue Yeti for the first two years of podcasting. And the only reason I switched to this was because my office used to be downstairs where there wasn't an open door policy because there literally is no door where that room is. Uh, and once we got a kid, I was like, I need something a little more close talker than something that's going to pick up literally everything going on around me. Right. Um, and of course, not long after that, I decided, you know what? I don't have time to edit and it just is what it is. And I started doing Facebook lives as part of the pre-show. So you'd listen, you'd watch me and my co-host Matt (laughs) talk about topics and stuff like that. And then, uh, then I would clip that into the front of the interview that was already pre-recorded, like, you know, well down the line. So, you know, it worked. We, I mean, we both had other microphones at the time, but, um, there's, you know, I wouldn't sweat the tech, you know, we did, I've done a, uh, an episode with Samantha Riley here, like two, two, three episodes back ago, where we talked about how she runs a six figure podcast, uh, from her Apple ear pods and, it's okay because yes. it sounds good enough. It gets, you know, I always say like, get it to like 70, 80%. As long as it's not hurting people's ears, it, it might not sound the best, but right, right. it sounds good enough. And as long as the content's there, it'll carry people will, will literally say it's okay. Or maybe they'll just go to your Amazon wish list and buy you a darn microphone yeah, right. so that you, you know, to as a <laughs> thank you for all the, the free time you've given to them. Yeah. And it, it's funny you mentioned that too, because uh, before we started this, I actually had a decision to make. I was like, okay, I, I can't remember. It's been, a, it's been a while since I've used this webcam. So I was like, well, I, I can't remember how good it is. I don't know if it's going to look that good. looks great. So should I do the laptop with the, uh, the snowball or should I just plug my headphones into my iPhone and set it up, you know, on its side, that sort of thing. Cause I, I have a little, you know, I have a little rig that I can set it up. Uh, so yeah, I mean, there's so many different things and like, uh, you know, one of my shows, I still run off of Spreaker, uh, because Spreaker has an app that you just mm-hmm. download to your phone and you can record right there. Just plug in your headphones and hit record and start doing the show. So yeah, I mean, with, with all the technology that's out there now, like, it's not that you can't go wrong. It's actually just as difficult to go wrong as it is to go extremely right. You know? Yeah. Well, it's easy to get that itch and then they want to upgrade that itch and upgrade that itch. And then you spend more time yeah. watching about the tech to find out what you should be buying. Like I do this all the time. 
But I oh, spent yeah. more time trying to figure out what tech I should go buy rather than like the tech I already have to just go and create. Um, yeah. I've gone through a lot of DSLR and mirrorless cameras over the last three years. <laughs> That's for darn yes. sure. Buying, yes. returning, uh, selling. Like it's, yeah, it's an addiction. Um, in fact, I have a new camera coming tomorrow night. So, nice. uh, yeah. <laughs> we so, just but, got a new one as well. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, it, you know, it just, it, and I mean, I already have two, two, uh, you know, mirrorless cameras. And it's like, ah, oh, I got to get, get this one now because it's yeah, upgraded. Yeah. But w- that's a whole other rabbit hole. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah so jody said one of the things is i'm really lucky as a voice actor i already have the gear absolutely uh did you build a voice booth um i have to do something for my son's music studio um that's a great question for jody i'm sure she will answer that question in the meantime (laughs) we need to wrap up here man i have like so many announcements to go through it's in it literally it's 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 insane so i'm glad we got to answer the questions uh from this week uh, thank you, everybody who submitted them. I think we're going to continue to to do to do that, yeah, to do that thing, uh, and and get those questions in and and get some answers and and kind of mix it up a bit here uh, as we go through guests. Because um, I guess uh, one thing I well I'll save that for last. But uh, it's been so much fun talking with you, BK. Thank you yeah, so man. much, dude. Thank uh, you so much for having me on the show. Oh, you are so welcome. You are absolutely uh, you are welcome to sign up anytime you want. Uh, I know there isn't a ton of dates available. We were supposed to record before, yeah, I think two weeks ago or a week ago, two weeks ago, something like that. Uh, it it all fades into one another. You know, the days yeah, just so fly by. I, I got <laughs> somehow I had this day open. I, this was a Wednesday. I actually didn't have anybody planned to be scheduled to be on the show for. I think there was a mess up on the calendar. But anyway, you can you need to join us. You need to join us yeah. September 24th, 26th to the 26th, 2020, You can get 10% off your Icon 6 ticket with promo code IPP. Indie, go to IndiePod, IndiePodCon.com slash register uh, to get your ticket. They will never be cheaper than they are right now. The price isn't going up just yet, but you definitely don't want to wait, uh, especially because of the fact that we uh, we have a uh, pretty decent name that I can't announce just yet because the f- details haven't been finalized uh, coming to speak uh, at IndiePodCon 6. Uh, Philly Podcaster Meetup. If you live in the Philadelphia area, you should totally come out to no- November 17th, noon to 3 o'clock. Matthew Passy will be one of the speakers that we will have at the event. It'll be networking, light refreshments, uh, and just a really great, you know, light, light, little, light, l- low, light. low expectations. Don't, don't like, there will not be, you might want to eat lunch before you come. It's just, just saying, um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Maybe we can get a sponsor and, uh, knock it out of the park. So if you could go RSVP indiepodcon.com slash meetup, we can make that happen. We get that sponsor. Speaking of sponsors is softballed in for myself while we're at it. Do you want to sponsor? Do you want to sponsor an episode of the IndiePod podcast? Um, you know, I didn't actually check to make sure that this link works uh, before I posted it. Now that I'm thinking of it, uh, I'm checking it right now. Oh, it doesn't actually work, but no. we're going to fix that live in the mix because that's how <laughs> DJs do. We fix things as they happen. So I'm going to fix it while I'm talking right now about 
why you should be a sponsor of not only this show, uh, but you can be a sponsor of, uh, you know, Indie Icon 6 in September, a sponsor of an upcoming meetup uh, like the one in November. Reach out to me, Joe at superjoeparter.com. That link does indeed work now. Uh, so if you go to indiepodcon.com slash partners, you can check out the media kit for uh, next year's IndiePod podcast. And one thing we've added this year, um, I'm going to share my screen real quick here. One thing we added to the, oh, one thing we added to it was like, let's, let's make some magic. Let's make something, let's make something happen, right? Let's make something happen that you haven't seen at a podcasting conference. I don't know what that is. You might not know what that is, but give it some thought. And when you come up with it, I'll come up with how we can make it happen and we'll come up with a price that, that, you know, makes it happen. Um, so we're, we're, I'm really trying to push hard to, to find, find something that we can, you know, call magic, uh, Matt, like lightning in a bottle kind of thing. Uh, what else do we have here? Uh, for anyone who didn't see earlier, Icon 6 is coming back to Swedesboro, New Jersey. The great thing about this is it's so much closer for every single person that doesn't live in North Jersey. It, if you live in North Jersey or above, it's pretty much the same ride. So it's the same <laughs> ride for anybody in North Jersey. It's 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 an hour less for literally anybody else coming from anywhere else. Uh, and it's it's going to enable us to be cheaper. Uh, room rates are are, are going to be, uh, I think, $119 a night. Um, so that is way cheaper than what Ocean was. Not that, you know, again, supply and demand, where we were, atmosphere, all that stuff plays a part. But uh, really excited to bring it back to, I don't want to say our roots, because our first year was actually at a school gymnasium, but close to pretty much our roots. The last, you know, for, for three years was our roots. Uh, <laughs> DC PodFest, if you want to come to a podcasting conference this weekend, go down to DC, dcpodfest.com. Shout out to Jennifer Crawford and her amazing team for five years of putting on DC PodFest. Get yourself $50 off at this code, Super Joe. There's going to be quite a few. Dave Jackson will be there. The Dave Jackson will be there. Uh, Chris Kermitsos will be there. Uh, Stacey Greenberg of the of the Icon family will be there. Um, I'm trying to think of who else I know will be there. I'm I'm not sure. So it, there, will, I'm sure other people will. Be, Jennifer Crawford of the Icon family will be there because uh, it's her conference. Uh, definitely don't want to miss it. It's um, I'll be there all day Saturday. It's Friday night. There's a mixer thing. I will not be at that. Uh, I'll be actually. I'll be shooting my. I'll be shooting my first wedding as a videographer Ooh. yeah well i got you know you buy all this damn camera equipment you got to start to make some kind of money with it. you got to make that money back Mark. yeah <laughs> they make that money uh yeah because you just spend way too much thank you so much regger for uh for saying it was a great interview i i appreciate it obviously bk appreciates it uh jody says i'm north of toronto, oh, toronto. Folks, you were uh you were asking us to put where you're from yeah i did flick that up that was by accident but thank you jody i appreciate that we have people all the way in toronto listening uh to the indie pod podcast uh i'm two miles up the road from joe in south jersey uh and we go by exit numbers in jersey and this is exit two or exit 10 on 295 <laughs> yes well i'm exit uh not 10 i am exit uh 18 i thought you were too uh regular but anyway <laughs> we 
Um, oh, good luck at recording as a videographer. Thank you so much. I I was a little ner- I'm a little nervous, but um, <laughs> but but my my boy Dre he he's very much like no you're it's it's gonna be a, you're gonna fall asleep doing it. It's gonna be too easy for you. <laughs> like okay, brother, I I hear you. Um, I'm, there's just a lot of a lot of pressure. Yeah. Anyway, uh, BK, let everyone know how they can get in touch with you, how they can get your podcast. Uh, I am on the tweets and the Instagrams at BK Mullen underscore. And also uh, the new show, uh, the blank show is on the tweets and the Instagrams as well as uh, at the blank show underscore. I think there's an underscore on there. It's so new. I don't even remember what the socials are, but it's definitely uh, (laughs) the show is definitely on uh, Apple iTunes, uh, Spotify and Stitcher. Uh, if you want to check that out and also uh, my show, if you're into all things nerdy and comic books and movies and that sort of thing, uh, it's called nerd bone, all one word. Uh, you can also find that on iTunes. That is awesome. No, you said nerd bone, nerd bone. Yes. Oh, okay. N E R D B O N E. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. I had some other ideas, but they were all taken. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't sound so wait that didn't sound right uh yeah i'll connect with you on twitter bk uh he is i'm you do it yeah or he is you do it yes uh everybody i hope you have a great week uh oh wait one last thing i need to announce is next week we have not just the one but the two people coming on the indie pod podcast this is going to end up being i mean this is an hour and 20 minutes this is going to end up being like an uh, two hours and 20 minutes it's gonna be a two hour triple threat <laughs> it will be it will be awesome uh it's tim brine and kyle bondo i am super pumped i actually uh i know kyle will be there he'll be at uh dc Podfest this weekend uh, I don't know if Tim will make it there. I'm not sure, but hopefully he will. Cause I would love to see both of those guys. Uh, eight o'clock next week. Looking forward to it. Um, happy Halloween, everybody. It's uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow's yes. Halloween. Yeah. Tomorrow's Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, enjoy that. And I hope everybody has a, a great, great weekend. Um, and wish me luck for Friday at 12 o'clock. I can't tell you why. But just keep them fingers crossed because I got to yeah. I got to think not not just for, well because Friday I'm doing the videography thing. But on the way to the videography, <laughs> you know, the wedding, uh, I have uh, a call. So keep your fingers Ooh. crossed. Um, hopefully we'll ha- I'll have some good news uh, or, or at least positive news after that. Um, so, yeah, related to all of this greatness in. Th- well, I can't see like my hands are above. So like and and over there. Yeah, everybody. Have a great night. Take care.